Hey guys, I'm Katie. And I'm Alexis, and this is the Check Your Aesthetic podcast. Literally, the words that came out of Alexis's mouth before we clicked record was, do you just want to record and see what happens? <laughs> we have quite literally, I mean, we have stuff planned for this episode, but we do not have anything planned for what we're going to say right now. Exactly. So um, we are, we've mentioned in last week's episode that we're kind of pre-recording a little bit for my graduation and I'm very proud of this. Alexis texted me last or last time Wednesday, we recorded on yeah. Wednesday and was like, I can't believe we have a whole episode like edited and everything by Wednesday. I was like, girl, neither can I because we are consistently recording like right up on when we upload, which I don't necessarily think is a bad thing because right now no, the issue that yeah, we're having exactly. is yeah. we don't have any highs and lows for you guys because we recorded two days ago. Right. So exactly. Not that nothing's happened, And it happened, keeps things but... nice and fresh for everyone. <laughs> nice and nice fresh. Nice and fresh. Yeah. Um, yeah, this is not too fresh. Well, the actual content of this episode is going to be really good. I'm very excited about I it. I feel like this is, like, probably one of the most, like, informational videos that, like, I will, like, I feel like I'm going to learn stuff coming out Me of too. this episode. Me too. Um, so, as you guys... Maybe able to already know from the title, probably name, <laughs> the title of this episode. We're like trying to be like nuanced. Yeah, everyone's like, okay, we already know. Um, we're having Hannah Ashton on the podcast today. She has been one of my favorite YouTubers for a really long time. I was talking to Alexis, and I think that the things that she makes videos on and like the it know, aligns like with our stuff so yes. much. It's like almost exactly. Um, of course, she doesn't do like graphic design. She's sort of in a different realm right. there, but she's a content creator. She Small talks about being a owner. Yeah, she is. She's an entrepreneur. She talks about being a student and balancing time and work and all kinds of um, kind of just like female empowerment business owner mm-hmm. vibes. I don't like the word girl boss. I, I really hate, hate that term, like, so much. Well, it's become, like, a cringe thing now. Um, but also, yeah. even before that, it's just, like, It's not... cringe, and it's, it's like, I think primarily it's cringe, but also it kind of does, like, set people up against each other, I feel like. I agree. And I think that um, Hannah's channel does a really good job of being sort of the way that we want this podcast to be, an uplifting place for, to like, she just is trying to help and offer people... Right advice of things that she's learned but she's also just like really real and very genuine yeah and I'd say like vulnerable too like I feel like she's very open to just like tell you kind of like how it is and not just like have this facade of like everything's going great for me all the time I agree yeah and I'm talking like we've met we've never yeah we have not talked (laughs) but any of you who like watch YouTube you know that like you feel like that's your friend because Mm -hmm, you know so much about them and like especially like we're saying with her she's really vulnerable so you really do feel like you're a part of their life there's so many YouTubers that I'm like it's honestly creepy how much I know about your life totally especially vloggers like yeah I was gonna say like it's it's even more than like a celebrity because like a celebrity you only know like so much of their life Mm -hmm. and like you maybe you know like little weird facts about them but Mm -hmm. like just from like interviews but with vlogs like they're taking you into like how they live their life and like their true personality and stuff yeah and of course you know that's still sort of in some ways a highlight reel depending on the person totally but i think that 
it's super interesting. Like, especially now that like we're about to, we haven't recorded with her yet. We're about to record with her. Um, we're about to record with her and I'm like, okay, so I know so much (laughs) about you and you don't know anything Anything, about me. Anything, yeah. Um, but we're super excited to chat with her and just get some insight from her. She's some somebody that I really admire, and I really did watch a ton of her videos when I was starting my business and mm-hmm. trying to learn how to balance everything. So she's offered me a lot of advice. Definitely go check out her channel. Um, we'll have her plug her stuff at the end of the episode. But yeah, I guess we'll just go ahead and get into chatting with Hannah. Let's do it. We have Hannah here with us. Hi, Hannah. Hi. Thanks so much for having me. Of thank course. You thank you so much on. for coming on. Yes. We were we were talking earlier about how, and I was telling you, it is crazy to like talk to somebody who you feel like you know. For sure. But <laughs> that means you're doing a good job, I think, if your viewers feel like feel like they we're know your you. friends already. <laughs> yes. That's like exactly what I want. So perfect. Yeah. <laughs> that's the idea. Um, so in our intro, we talked a little bit about um, everything you do as far as YouTube, small business, everything. But do you want to go ahead and just introduce yourself and say a little bit about what you do, how long you've been doing it, all that good stuff? Sure. So hey, guys, I'm Hannah Ashton. I'm a 21-year-old college YouTuber and entrepreneur. I started YouTube when I was really young, like 10 years old just for fun, obviously, hobby, and I've kept with it over the past many years into middle school and high school. And in high school, I kind of found my niche of lifestyle content, productivity content, and I found the world of female entrepreneurship and fell in love with it. So I decided that's what I want to major in in college. And so I'm a now senior, just finished my junior year at Belmont University. It's in Nashville, Tennessee. Um, I've always lived in Tennessee. And in college is when I started my first like product business, which is a self-designed planner called the Dream Achieve Workbook. And yeah, my job now consists of running that online store, running my YouTube channel, Instagram pages, and all, all the fun things like podcasts and stuff too. Awesome. Yeah, for sure. Okay, so you do like, as you said, you do like Instagram and you do YouTube, you do so many things. And I'm sure you have noticed as a lot of us have that like the Instagram algorithm has been kind of tricky as of recently would you say that like when you are starting to see kind of a downward tick in Instagram that YouTube is also affected or is that like kind of one-off yeah I would say I've seen the biggest like slowdown probably in YouTube and I think a large part of that is because of its long form content and with the Mm -hmm. introduction of TikTok in the past few years Mm -hmm. everyone's attention span so short now including my own and so for me to upload even a 10 minute video um, I've just noticed my views kind of go down and depending on the type of video you know sometimes I'll do 20 minute videos but people only watch Mm -hmm. for the first six minutes Um, meanwhile you know with something like reels or TikTok people are most likely watching the whole video through at least once if it comes on their Mm -hmm. feed and so I found Instagram's kind of in the middle but I've been really trying to lean into reels especially on my business's Instagram Mm -hmm. and actually have seen really good engagement and have gained like a thousand new followers in the past month from reels Um, and it took me forever to reach a thousand followers on a new account so yeah I think Instagram's kind of in the middle with TikTok being the biggest platform and then YouTube is like kind of in the background, but I think YouTube's where people go to to really connect with their 
totally content creators they watch their influencers because you can only get so much from a a 15 second video so or like Mm -hmm. a photo or something exactly exactly. so i don't think youtube's going anywhere i love the platform um because it allows me to show and educate like so well (laughs) better Mm -hmm. than i could in a tiktok but yeah it has been an interesting kind of switch that i've seen over the years yeah and i feel like it's interesting because we both do tiktok instagram all kinds of things um and i think I mean, each of us have mentioned starting YouTube. I had a YouTube in middle school. It was so bad. Jesus Christ. Um, (laughs) But I think that it's interesting that you mentioned, like, the different kinds of content because I notice for myself, like, if I'm about to, like, go buy a new product or, like, I want a product recommendation, the first place I'm going is YouTube, always. Mm -hmm. Sometimes if I know that I've seen it from one of my favorite creators, I'll go to their Instagram. But, like, YouTube is always where I go. um, And I feel like it'll always be where I – if I'm buying something that an influencer recommends, it's probably from a YouTube video. Mm -hmm. And – so I think that's interesting, but, and like, like you're right about TikTok. I think a lot of small businesses have seen such success with TikTok and reels because that's the, you can go viral on those platforms way easier than any others. Exactly. Um, so I feel like it's interesting, like creating different content. And I kind of feel like, I don't know if you feel the same way. You kind of have to like switch your brain, like from what kind of content you're creating and like, you'll come up with an idea and have to like decide which platform it's best for exactly it's interesting it's actually been harder for me to come up with the short form content like when I'm thinking of content ideas a YouTube video I can figure out because I've been doing it for like 11 years so I'm like Mm -hmm. okay we're gonna do a vlog I'm gonna show this in this aspect of my day I'll talk about this da 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 Mm -hmm. but with TikTok you have to be so specific because you only get such a short amount of time that I struggle with that like ideation of the TikTok and Reels content but I mean it's it's good because I want the challenge but mm-hmm. it's also like, okay, I have to relearn how to use an editing program, aka TikTok's editing program or Reels. So <laughs> yeah. it's been a journey. Yeah. yeah, and I feel like Reels with the 30 seconds, I can't wait till they come out with a minute. 30 seconds is so short. On my it, business it account, is. you can I can do a minute now. I think on some accounts really? you can do a minute. Not on my we, personal really? Okay. Mm-hmm. really because I manage like I am like a social media manager for like an account and making I have to make the TikToks like 30 seconds so that I can also put them on reels and it's so annoying mm-hmm. so if I had that option that would be check and like, see usually killer. yeah yeah usually when Instagram has like some accounts have it and some don't it means they're rolling it out so that's a good sign thank god um okay so you talked a little bit about your planners and your business and everything so for like everybody who doesn't know you have two two options of planners right now right yes well they're actually launching um in may may 1st and so yay it's i originally just came out with the one the dream achieve workbook and it's basically a six month undated planner so meaning you can start it whenever you want and it's really to help you in those six months like get set new goals for yourself achieve those goals and you know just maximize your productivity while also making room for personal growth and self-care. Um, mm-hmm. That's some. That's a planner I really couldn't find. I came up with it like my freshman year of college and I just couldn't find a planner that allowed me to manage my school college work and also like all my side hustles and personal growth and development. And so that's really where it came from. But yeah, now um, it's almost two years later. We're launching two versions. We have a student and like a post-grad girl who's already in her career making moves mm-hmm. kind of version so mm-hmm. yeah so how or sort of what was the process of coming up with what to include in those we get a lot of questions about like how do you come up with product ideas and stuff like that and I think that 
it was kind of born out of necessity. So what was the process of like deciding what to include and finalizing it? Because I know that was an exciting process for you. Yeah, I think the easiest way to decide what to include in a product is really just to see what you're wanting in a product. Like if there's something you mm-hmm. want that's not out there and you do some market research and you feel that the, that others have that same pain point, you know it's like where you need to dive into. Um, mm-hmm. And so I first off thought about like the inner pages of it. I didn't know if it was going to be a planner. I didn't know what exactly it was going to look like, but I knew I wanted a place to like plan my morning, night and self-care routine, plan my workout schedule for, you know, the month, uh, plan, have a habit tracker, have a budget tracker, have a place to track the profit in my business, like all in one place and not have to have all these separate books Mm -hmm. or separate Mm -hmm. websites that I go to or different Excel sheets to go to. Um, Mm -hmm. and I also like the productivity method that I use is a, having a to-do list every day and then also time blocking. So writing down the the hour that I'm going to get something done from my to-do list and loosely going mm-hmm. off of that. So I also wanted that aspect in a planner, like the to-do list and the time blocking. Yeah. And, I, mm-hmm. and so once I thought about the inner pages and kind of self-designed those, like I just drew them out on a sheet of paper and then taught myself in design so I could make it, um, you know, digitally. Uh, once I kind of thought about that, I thought about the outside. And again, it was kind of something that I didn't see on the market, which is more, was more of a sleek planner. You know, you walk into home goods or somewhere Michaels and they have, or something. yeah, Michaels, they have all these colorful, like very vibrant planners, which just wa- wasn't my style anymore. I, when I go into an interview or something for a job or for an internship, like I want to feel professional. If I feel like I bring in a colorful comic book planner that I just wasn't going to feel that way. So I wanted a very Mm -hmm. sleek look on the outside. Um, It's like a book. It's a linen cover, hardcover book. Um, So it's not like a spiral bound planner. And so those were the two main points. Um, I wanted to include all the pages I need to manage my day and have a sleek look. And I kind of merged those together, tried to find a manufacturer online that could produce that. Um, Like I said, taught myself in design. I had the idea September of my freshman year of college. So like really right as soon as I got there. And then I launched it uh, right after my freshman year in June of 2019. So -hmm. it was definitely a long process, many, many months of the process, but mm-hmm. uh, it was a great learning experience, and I just redid it again. But it was much faster this time. I sold out of my last workbooks in November and worked on the new designs, manufactured, and now it's May and they're launching. So got quicker this time, but it's still a process. Amazing. Yeah, and when this episode comes out, they will be launched. So y'all should definitely go check them out. I use the digital version currently and love it. So oh, good. it's perfect for our kind of people who have many things going on all at the same time. Yes, you are. You are exactly what your audience is most likely also our audience. <laughs> yes. Lines up pretty well. Um, so you talked a lot about like just in general, like creating the planner, but also like the necessity of the planner was the fact that you needed to like combine all these aspects of your life. So how would you say you go about like how do you manage all of the social media platforms that you run and like also school and just like your life in general? Yeah. So it's kind of hard to pinpoint because I wish I could adjust my school schedule to be like, okay, I only have classes Tuesdays and Thursdays and the other three days Mm -hmm. I'm working Mm -hmm. like full time, but that's just what I can't do with my schedule at a smaller school. I only had that one semester. And so I'm doing school every day and I'm working on at least my business or my social media every day, sometimes all three things. Um, And so it really just comes down to like what's priority and Mm -hmm. making sure also that I'm not burning out. And so first off, how I don't burn out throughout the week is I 
have my morning routine, you know, I made a page for it in my planner. I got to have it at least like 30 minutes to an hour where I'm doing what I love, making my coffee, eating a healthy breakfast, doing my devotions, maybe working out, or I'll save that for another time. Um, and then I'll also like try to wind down at night with, I love Netflix or TV. So I'll like make sure I have that time at night where I'm not on my computer, like multitasking. I'm just getting to watch my TV, whatever it may be. Um, but then during the middle of the day, I am working like I normally, like I was going to a job, like a full-time job. Um, so I start with whatever highest priority. If I have to go to class, I'll go to class. If I have a big project due, I'll start with that. Once that gets done, then I can move on to middle priority or the more fun things like content creation, stuff that I know is going to take a while and I don't want to be on a strict time schedule because, you know, with creativity, it can be like hard to put yourself, okay, I have an hour to make a video. Um, and mm -hmm. so I'll kind of leave that for like the later afternoons when I have uh, more time. Um, and then I really try to only work um, on school like Monday through Friday and then sometimes on Sunday. But I have at least one day a week where I do no school and I just do like creative stuff or hanging out with friends and chilling and relaxing. Um, so that's kind of how I give myself those breaks during the school year. And now in the summer, um, I try not to take summer classes and I just really use my summer like full time business and uh, social media. So that's kind of when I get amped up and I can take a, maybe a little bit more time off and focus on school during the school year. So mm -hmm. I know that's a lot, but that's kind of how my life looks like. It's like trying to juggle these things, but making sure that I don't over push myself too. Right. And you're going home for summer this summer, yes. right? Yeah. So I'm yeah. currently in Knoxville, Tennessee, where I'm from. Mm -hmm. Is it like, what is the transition like going from school to home and like with your business and everything yeah so it's actually funny all the books were supposed all my new inventory all my new workbooks uh was supposed to be shipped to my home address because i have like a storage closet at my parents house that i keep all my inventory and they actually got sent to my freshman year of college address so like my school's <laughs> ups store and they were not the happiest i was like you're gonna have a ton of boxes coming in like get ready <laughs> call me i will be there the second they come in to get these off your hands i felt so bad um so i did lug all of my inventory <laughs> for the summer back home, um, along with like shipping supplies. Um, mm -hmm. I kind of have it split up. I'll have some at home, some at my school apartment. Um, but then what's great about that is besides inventory and shipping, I do everything else for my laptop. So just having mm -hmm. my laptop and my camera and my tripods and stuff, um, it's definitely a big move. But then mentally, the transition is really great because like I live on the outskirts of Knoxville, Tennessee. And if anyone's ever been to East Tennessee, there's a lot of nature. We have the Smoky Mountains, we have rivers, lakes and so I'm outside for as much of the day as possible and it's like really what relaxes me I try to take evenings off you know have dinner with my family not go on my phone and I'm way more relaxed when I'm home and so that's why like summers are just so rejuvenating for me and yeah. it's like a long kind of like a long vacation but I'm still able to work and not be burnt out yeah I feel like that's a really good point about and this is something I've noticed that you talk about in your videos and stuff too like whenever you're taking a break, really take a break. I'm so bad about that. I think like I'll like watch Netflix and like also be on Instagram, which is like Same. working, like responding to DMs. And even though it's just something that's like not, it's not like it's hard uh -huh. to respond to DMs. Sometimes it is, but usually it's not hard. Um, it still is like you're not giving your brain a break. And I know that we think we can multitask, but nobody's actually really good at multitasking because it's like impossible. True. Um, and I do the same thing about like being on my phone when I'm hanging out with people like Alexis, you've talked about like 
responding to DMs and, like, making people, like, sit in the car and wait for you to be done. Yeah. Yeah. My boyfriend gets annoyed because, like, we'll be about to go into the grocery store and I'm, like, he's, like, out of the door already of the car and I'm, like, just hold on just a second and, like, responding to DM, like, why do I need to be doing that right now? Same. Because it, it's hard with Instagram because it shows you, it shows them when you open it. So, like, you yeah. feel like you have to respond immediately. <laughs> I exactly. know. And, like, sometimes I'll just, like, slide it to, un- like, to make it like unopened mm-hmm. but they it, they still see scent also i'll like open things at like midnight and be like i probably i shouldn't be oh i allowing I, myself to be available at this time i've been getting into the habit of um opening like and responding to dms like right when i wake up so at like 6 45 in the morning i'm like sitting in my bed responding to dms like why am i doing that it's like i'm half not. asleep yeah. don't even know what i'm sending but here you go i know exactly yeah, yeah. exactly so i feel like it's really good advice to kind of like time block your your schedule and i think priorities and set, is really like, important boundaries for yourself i feel like too. yeah 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 we talk about burnout a lot because we both have had it before and are currently struggling with it in mm-hmm. some ways but I also feel like as somebody who does so many things the way that all three of us do sometimes my burnout switches so like sometimes I'm like if I have to do one more school assignment I actually might drop out but then other times I'm like I can't my creativity is just not there so I think it like kind of switches absolutely for me, which is interesting I've never thought yeah. about that but it's so true um I just announced on my YouTube channel today that I'm taking a break from YouTube in May, which is something I've never done. Mm-hmm. Like I've done YouTube for years and years, uploaded thousands of videos, never taken yeah. a month off because I've never felt like I needed to. Um, like mm-hmm. you said, like I'd be burnt out from school, maybe burnt out from like Instagram or something, but it was never mm-hmm. really YouTube. And it just hit that point where I'm like, I cannot yeah. post another YouTube video. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. And I think that's fine. Like it's no- human. It's normal to take breaks from certain aspects of life. Like people take vacations from work. Why can't we from social media? <laughs> Exactly. And I feel like sometimes you just like, it's kind of like you're either going to take the break or you're literally going to burn out and and be forced to. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's like, you know, sort of like either a month or maybe if you waited a little bit longer, it would be a longer time than that because then you'd be like, I'm going to I feel like lose it. I feel like it's also like a really good thing like an admir- admirable like I did I watched not to be a stalker but I did watch that video where you <laughs> where you announced that but like I think I was thinking while I was watching that like that's really nice to like hear because I know that Katie and I get DMs about how it's like we're very open about you know like I'm just not feeling it right now like I'm really like you know self-conscious about my business or like whatever and I feel like so many people say, like, it's really nice to hear people say that. So I feel like, obviously, I'm not a YouTuber, but, like, it's nice to hear that just from, like, a human basis to know that, like, someone else, you know, like, you're not just, like, constantly, you know, grinding. And that, that isn't what, like, the the status of, like, success is. It doesn't yeah. have to always be, like, go, 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 go. Good. Yeah, I love that. And that's something I've kind of thought about recently, too, is, like, I don't want to be hustling for the next 20 years of my life. Like, I think your 20s, you know, it's a great time, like career focus. But I know that at some point in my life, like, I do not want everything I do to be posted on social media. Um, Mm -hmm. So it's kind of just being aware of that as well. Like, this isn't going to be forever. It's just kind of what you're doing now and what's getting you to your next step and that Mm -hmm. that sort of thing. Yeah. And I feel like for me, a lot of times, like, especially, so I'm a senior in college. I'm graduating in, like, two weeks. um, And looking like for or looking back on high school and everything I feel like I'm never able to like focus in on like what I'm doing because I'm always we have talked about this so much recently because of 
I guess me graduating, but I always feel like I'm one step ahead. And I feel like it's really important too to give yourself time to like be in the moment and like enjoy being 20 or 21 or 22 or 23. Um, because really we're so young and this is like the time that we get to, you know, like if you don't post on YouTube, no one's going to lose their job. Nobody's going to blow up. The world's not going to end. You know what I mean? Um, whereas like later in life you might have a job where if you did take a month off, it might not. It was not. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Absolutely. So I feel like taking advantage of it when you can is important and listening to yourself. Um, okay. So as far as I guess your business, as well as your YouTube, which I guess is sort of marketing yourself. Um, what are your best marketing tips, like your top three that you found to be like the most successful and you could do business, you could do YouTube, you could, whatever you yeah. think is. I guess they're kind of merged together because whenever I like promote my YouTube, you know, I talk about my business on YouTube and so it kind of goes yeah. in and out. But, um, TikTok. I know it's so yeah. bad. This is, but I'll go more into detail so listeners can actually get something because I know we all know that TikTok's good. Um, <laughs> yeah. I found the best videos that work for me when promoting a business is not a hard sell. So yes, I've done some videos like just about my planner just to be informative for like my followers who are interested and they just want like video content of me explaining what it is. But Mm -hmm. the video I had that blew up back in November and made me like sell out of the rest of my inventory before I could catch a breath um, was one where I was just like kind of making, not making fun. It was kind of like showing other planners and then comparing it to my own. And just like it had a cool music switch up and it was like not a hard sell. It was kind of just showing off my product with a cool trend. And that's what people really, really liked. Um, and mm-hmm. then I also love biz- when business owners kind of share like the behind the scenes. I think if you don't have mm-hmm. a base behind your brand, for me, it's really easy because I had the personal brand and then I had the business. For those right. who are starting with a business, if you don't have some aspect of it that's a personal brand yet, that is going to be like your best marketing tip because people will feel connected to you. I know as a Gen Z, like When I find a new business, I immediately go look and see who the founder is. Like, what are their values? Like, what do they share about? How much involved in the business are they? So if you can share like those behind the scenes bits of you and your personality um, and like the good and the bad on TikTok and Reels, I think that's going to help your business a ton. Um, Mm -hmm. Let's see. One thing I've been doing that may not work for everyone, but I've really enjoyed is doing more live conversations. Um, So either on Instagram live or I've seen some amazing businesses do it on Clubhouse, that app. Mm -hmm. And it's they've grown their network that way. I've just been doing it where I add it in. It's not a ton of work. It's just on the first of the month, I do a live stream, like a plan with me on my planner's account. Um, And Mm -hmm. I did that since February. And it just automatically connects me to my audience. Like they see my face. I'm talking live with them. I should be doing it more than once a month, but I've just, I'm like, okay, at least once a month I get on a live stream. And and that's another great way to like connect and market. And Instagram has been rolling out some great features for live streams where you can answer Mm -hmm. questions from the story question box. Now Mm -hmm. you can have like, I think up to four people in the stream. So if you do a group one, great way to get other business owners in there. Um, So going Mm -hmm. live would be my second tip. And then third would be actually to invest in either SMS marketing, which is text messages or email marketing, something Mm -hmm. that's off of social media that you like when you receive someone's email, when they opt in, you now kind of own that email address. It's an asset to your business. Meanwhile, an Instagram follower isn't an asset to your business because it's on the Instagram platform. So if you Mm -hmm. can collect uh, emails or number phone numbers from your website, so you can send messages to them and market that way, that's been a great, um, 
a great thing for me. I just brought on a girl to kind of help me with my email marketing because I that is not mm -hmm. my strong suit. I'm not great at copywriting. And so having her do that and literally set up this launch sequence has been amazing. And I'm excited to see how it pays off when the launch happens, which is actually tomorrow when we're recording this. So That is so exciting. Nice. Um, we talk a lot about launches, and I've learned a lot about launches in my class, uh, my classes in college. But sort of what was the process you went through with this launch that's tomorrow kind of like – how long ago did you start planning it? What's sort of your process? Because I know it's different for every business depending on your product, but for your business, what's that kind of like? Absolutely. For a product business, it definitely is a lot of a waiting game, like waiting for your product to be manufactured, waiting for yeah. shipping. Yep. It's a long waiting game. And so don't mm -hmm. give yourself a huge deadline, like right when you're starting. I originally wanted to launch these new ones like February and then it was, or it was March and then April and now we're in May. So... Yeah. Uh, be flexible with the timeline, uh, especially at the beginning. I started prepping for this launch probably right after Thanksgiving, um, mm -hmm. like late November, early December, because that's when the workbooks kind of were sold out. And so I was like, okay, I knew I wanted to mm -hmm. tweak the designs a bit, change some things up. I'm like, I have to get on this. I knew I couldn't launch it in time for January, but I thought, okay, we'll do a spring, early summer launch. Um, mm -hmm. So I think the first step was just to tweak the designs because I knew I wanted to give them a fresh look. And then I decided to do the idea with the two versions. Okay, let's choose a second color option because the first workbook's just black um, linen and then a gold foil font. The new one is a light blue linen cover, which is like my favorite color. It's kind of a brand color. It was an easy choice to go with next. Don't know if, mm -hmm. I, if I add another color, I don't know. How, I don't have any idea what that's going to be, <laughs> yeah. but I knew the next color I wanted to do was light blue. Um, mm -hmm. And so then it was just a lot of back and forth with my manufacturer all over my Christmas break. I had three weeks off and I think all throughout that winter break, I was talking to my manufacturer at night and working on the designs and then I got the samples and it's, again, it's just been like a waiting game. I tried to take as many photos as I could with the samples and then they got mm -hmm. ruined when my apartment had water leaking. It was, mm -hmm. it's been a long process. Um, and yeah. so it's kind of been a waiting and then go, go, go. Cause in the past two weeks I received my inventory. That's the only inventory I've had now to take product photos of. So mm -hmm. me and my best friend, my roommate, we did a photo shoot in like two hours. So I have photos for a website. Yeah, I ordered um, on this past week, literally a week before the launch, the Amazon like photo studio. So like it's a small studio that has great lighting, white backdrops mm, you can mm -hmm. take product photos of. Um, mm. Been working on the website every day, messaging micro influencers to send products to. It's been yeah. like the past two weeks is go, go, go. And everything else was a waiting game. But that's kind of been the process. Yeah, I feel like that's how it is especially whenever you're using a manufacturer rather than because we have some yep. listeners who make their own things like stickers and stuff at home and you know you have a lot more control there and I for a while used to make things but then it was taking me so long I couldn't even do anything mm -hmm. else so then I started using manufacturers but I think like being flexible is super important because like you said like you if you would have had this rigid plan then you would have beat yourself up that you know it didn't happen in the time that you thought but quite literally, you cannot control that. Yeah. So I feel right. like that's really important to remember is that you have to kind of be flexible and then be able to, you know, get put pedal to the metal when you need to. And right. I didn't announce the launch date until I had the UPS tracking. Yeah, so that's it was very important. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know people who have been like, launch this day. And then they're like, so sorry, this, it's not here. Like, yep. <laughs> you know, can't launch it. So I definitely think that's really important too. And I think it's important to announce a launch date before, but it's not like anybody needs to know like three months before. Mm -hmm. Like there's right. no need for that anyway. Yeah. Right. So. Right. 
And I also think that, like, just in general, I think that um, giving yourself, like, some time, not only is it important for, like, manufacturing, but even if you are creating the product yourself, like, I totally in the beginning of my business would be like, next week, like, this new product, and, like, that's stupid, like, that's not gonna be successful, like, you're gonna rush the product, you're gonna, like, hate everything, like, involved in the situation, like, you're gonna rush the photos, you're gonna rush the listings, like, you're gonna just rush everything. And there's just no need. Yeah, there's There's... just no need. So, like, I think just in general, like, giving yourself some time, not only for the product's sake, but also your mental health, like, sake. I think that that's important. Um, but so since you're in school, like you talked in the beginning about how you're, you decided to go to school for like this. Um, how has like that helped your business and how has like business then helped like schooling? Like how does that work together? Yeah, I think being in my major, it is business, but even more than that, I'm now in my like major specific classes, which are entrepreneurship. So I'm literally learning about all of your financial statements and how to staff a business and how to go from like ideation to launch. Um, and even though the businesses we kind of talk about in my classes are nothing like my own business, like we talk about half a million to a million dollar businesses and I'm like, mm, not at that point at <laughs> right. all. Like, I ship from my college apartment, but yeah, yeah. You're um, also 21. So. I'm also 21. So, um, But it has been helpful, honestly, like in school for me to have had this experience because up until college, I all in high school, like I had businesses, but no business training, like just -hmm. learned from online, from podcasts, from YouTube and books. And so I kind of went into college with an idea of things, um, you know, how profit is calculated, marketing, all this kind of stuff. Um, So it's been a great help to my schooling to be able to have a business like I apply what I learn to from. It's not just like I put it on a test and then I forget about it. Um, But I feel like sometimes it's hard because I'm working on these like school project businesses and I'd rather just be working on my own if that makes sense as well. So it's kind Mm -hmm. of like a a balance of the two and figuring it out. But I know, Katie, you said you're in school for this. Have you felt like that as well? Yeah, I feel like I... I also feel – I don't know if you feel this way because Belmont I know is bigger. I actually toured Belmont, but Belmont's bigger than my school. But I feel like I get put on the spot a lot in classes. Like my professors are like, okay, do you have a business? Like do you want to talk about this? I'm like, well, I don't – I mean, I don't – I'm just doing it. Like I don't know, you know. That's true. Um, But I completely agree about like every time that I'm able to do a project on my business, like if they'll ever let me, I do that because it kind of feels like I'm like not really wasting my time, but like kind of wasting my time. Um. But I do feel like it also is really like I've I'm able to like digest the information a lot better because I'm using it and it's more engaging knowing that like instead of thinking like, oh, one day I might use this, mm-hmm. knowing like I can use this today or like I can use this right now. I feel like it's um, it makes education a lot more fun. No, that's a great way to put it. Me. Yeah. Yeah. Which I've always felt like in school, if I'm learning something that I think I'm not going to use, I'm like checked out. Mm-hmm. Got to go. Super bored. Um, But yeah, I definitely feel the same way. Um, Okay. So we have two random questions. And our random questions are just just that. Exactly that. that. (laughs) Random questions. Um, Some of them are like from our listeners and some of them are from our brains. Um, Okay. So the first one, Alexis, I know you have your answer already. Um, Mm -hmm. So when you go to your parents' house, where is the first place you go or what's the first thing you do when you open the door? Okay, I guess I'll go first. Um, I guess 
probably pet my dog. Like I put mm-hmm. my bags down and I have mm-hmm. we have a black lab and oh and I'm um, a smaller like cocker spaniel Bichon who's older and so like they'll run up to me and it's just so sweet and then my parents think this is f- so funny but then I like to go straight up to my room and they're like what like it's the same as how you left mm-hmm. it and I'm like no I just want to <laughs> see it like I just want to be in it so, yeah, yeah that's what yeah. I do Alexis um well Katie is referring to me going straight to the pantry which is yeah um accurate but oh my god these stupid motorcycles um it happens every episode literally every episode <laughs> um but definitely pet my dog like we have a german shepherd that's not true a golden retriever and then i i've been trying to get my boyfriend to agree to get a german shepherd so that is why i have that on the brain you're um, just manifesting I, <laughs> yes I, exactly um and then we have a chihuahua and so i do like to see them first but i parents, literally did not know that you didn't know that? No. That is so funny. Um, yeah, she is, she is quite geriatric. She is very old. She is both uh, deaf and blind, but oh, she still runs around, so she has she has a Good happy for, life. But, Good for her. But yeah, what about you, Kitty? Um, I so I live far from home, or I go to school far from home, like five and a half hours. So usually my mom tracks me and is like waiting in the um like the driveway for me yeah. I've those TikTok I've seen so many of those TikToks recently that are like the Mamma Mia song and it's like mm-hmm. remembering when my dad like met me outside with bagel whatever anyway that's kind of my mom will meet me outside um but definitely pet my dog as well and then I'm the same way like I have to like go in my room and like put my things where like put up my suitcase where it's supposed to be and like do all my stuff and like get all of that handled before I can like hang out I don't yeah yeah I don't like to have like I'm not gonna just leave my suitcase in the middle of the house anyway I'm the same way but if it's more casual like just going over to my parents which never really happens anymore um then the pantry probably too um okay so the next random question and this one I don't know if the wording of this is gonna make sense but if you could have any restaurant in your town that isn't already there what would it be like, if you could take any restaurant from anywhere in the world, pluck it up and put it into your hometown, what would it be? Alexis, you really have hardly any restaurants in your hometown, so. Yeah, I'm from Vermont, so we have literally nothing. So that could be quite literally anything that I would want. Um, oh, my God, I just thought of. This isn't, because I was going to say, like, a chain, but that's boring. Um <laughs> There was when my dad is in the military, so he like gets stationed like all over the states. And when he was stationed in California, there was this restaurant called Wahoo Fish Taco. And it was genuinely like my favorite place that I've ever been. Like not only food, but also just like aesthetic. It was just mm-hmm. the coolest place ever. And I had this shrimp taco that had like um guacamole and like onions and just it was the Yum. best thing ever so there wahoo fish taco mm. amazing hannah what about you my hometown also does not have very many restaurants <laughs> um but what i would take from nashville because nashville has a million is actually a donut store called five daughters bakery so good it's pretty touristy but i think that's because it's literally amazing and mm-hmm. it's my one of my favorite desserts i've ever had it they have these uh chocolate sea salt croissant donuts best thing best dessert so i'd take that home so good nashville's such a cool place it is it's like not far from birmingham so i visited a couple times concerts all the concerts go to nashville so it's like the go-to place for concerts but um so i guess i 
this could apply to my hometown or Birmingham because it's not an either. But when I was in Italy, there was this restaurant that I ate at three nights basically in a row. And it's, I'm going to butcher the name. I think it's La Taverne de Fori Imperiale, something around along those lines. Of course, I picked the most complicated name. Um, but they just, it was just such good food. And I feel like Itali- good Italian is not something you come by a lot yeah. in the United States. Yeah. yeah. So I definitely would want that. I love Italian food. They had the best gnocchi with veal. Oh my God. It was so good. I think about it all the time. Absolutely delicious. I really want to go Um, to Italy. I feel like it was amazing. So I went, my school has like a Jan term. So like a one month January term where you can either take a class on campus or travel. So I went with my school um, and it was a religion and like I guess sort of like classics trip. So we like learned a ton about the art and the culture and everything, but then also got to like hang out. It was so amazing. It was also like a month before COVID hit. So it was a good way to, yeah, <laughs> good last Wrap trip to go up. out on. Good. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, all right. Well, Hannah, do you want to go ahead and plug all of your socials and tell everybody where they can find you and everything? Sure. So my YouTube channel is Hannah Ashton. Um, you can shop my Dream Achieve Workbook at shophannahashton.com or the Instagram is Dream Achieve Workbook. And then my Instagram is Miss Hannah Ashton. And that's my TikTok as well. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for coming on. We are so excited to have had you on. Um, And thank you guys for listening. Be sure to leave us a rating and review on wherever you listen to your podcasts and subscribe to keep up with our weekly episodes. And then follow us on our Instagram account, check your aesthetic podcast and our personal accounts, Katie Creative Co, AlexisAdams.co and Miss Hannah Ashton. And we will talk to you next week. Bye guys. Thank you. Bye.